When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Music by Kevin McLeod. Hey, man, let's go on a bike ride. Come on. Look at, look at my new wheels. They're sweet. Bicycle. There are really just two types of people. Those who say, I can't. And those who say, I can. These people have been summoned here by themselves for their 1,700 different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra, I can. And their destination, a place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards, even their own. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast. We are the only two people who own bikes that are probably not implicated in the Floyd Landis files. I am Pat Bolger in the studio. And I am Mark Hodson, and I am proud to say I peed clean. Darn right. Um, you know, we got a lot to talk about today, but even before we went on air, I think I think the first question out of the mind is, how's Oops. the training going? Yeah, how was it? How was it this week? Because you, like me, are a procrastinator. You know what? And this brings us perfectly into our, our show sponsor. See how I did that? Nice. I did. Did that? We'll get to our our, our um, sponsors later. This is perfect. This is perfect because actually, this uh, podcast we have a nice affiliation with some friends over at the uh, the Sufferfest. Nice Sufferfest training videos. I can't remember. Um, I'm going to talk to Dave McQuillan here soon. Man over in Singapore. I think this guy's uh, sole goal in life is to create videos that make adult human beings want to cry. Um, get your butt over to our website if you're not there already. Uh, look for that little link just off to the to the right there. It's it's got a little guy with and he's crying. It's it and, and it's just the face and he's crying tears of black, which I just assume are something horrific. And and so I went over there personally. I went over there and I purchased some videos. Okay, four. Uh, the first ones I have done this week were called Revolver, and were recalled uh, called the downward downward spiral. 
This sounds. I don't. I don't know if I like these. Yet. Boys and girls, these are forty-five minute to one hour minute videos. Uh, with the video footage is a lot of uh, pro races, cyclocross. It's the tour. It's world championships. All approved footage that this guy's got. Really kind of cool music in the background. A lot of stuff I don't know, but I like it, so it's kind of cool. And then over the top, he will integrate workouts. Oh, wor- oh my word! And these workouts are the devil. I have I, the the revolver one deals with one minute intervals, full power, one minute on, one minute off, one minute on, one minute off. You do fifteen. This uh, I, the, okay. So my training is and not, so you're going hard. You're going through the roof for a minute, and then you're going a minute off. So you're doing that for yeah. what do you got? Like a seven and a half minute warm up, fifteen yeah. intervals. Do some intervals, fifteen intervals, and then you cool down. And I just I was praying for somebody to come into the room and club me with the back hand back end of a of a hammer. So Jackson walked in and said, "Where's where's your pupils, daddy?" Yeah, he wanted I <laughs> should have just spiked just killed me right there because this was so I don't you know, I don't want to get into a whole these people are paying us kind of things like that, but uh thanks to the Sufferfest, you got to click the link folks because this is how this is what keeps Mark and myself in halfway decent beer and and in Thank you, Sufferfest. Yeah, exactly. So uh, nice to have you guys with the show. Another thing before we get going is um, our Android app is up and running. It have you click on? I I have already downloaded it myself. You can click. I'm showing Mark because he hasn't seen it yet, and it brings up the Pack Filler Podcast. It will show all of our episodes, and you can obtain them any freaking time you want it's got our own cool little logo and all that kind of stuff like that wow yeah i think we finally hit the big time yeah <laughs> something like that uh so go over to the android market uh click in the pack filler podcast and you will find a host of our podcast so once you get over 20 listeners then you get the android app something like that that's pretty awesome something like that. that's pretty yeah. awesome want to thank everybody also uh, this has been one of our, our largest months in a long time it does help that we're actually on air and consistently on air. Exactly. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. So we appreciate Keep listening and uh, keep sending us your, your opinions and your thoughts, even the bad ones. We especially prefer the bad ones because then we can take you to task. Absolutely. Uh, that's, okay, back to where we are. Yes, I have been training. I've been doing a little bit. Um, you guys scared the crap out of me about two weeks ago when you guys said you were doing like six, eight-hour weeks. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot for all you people, especially in warm climates. Jerks. Um, but I've been trying to live up to that standard, but I I haven't been getting there. I might make six hours this week. Really? I think I might make six. Okay. I'm going to be close because if we, the way I count my weeks yeah. is I go Sunday to Saturday. That's oh. how I count my weeks. Okay. okay. So I go Sunday to Saturday, and I think I'll be right around six or seven this week. But I really have not broken any records. My uh, my weeks are okay. It's It's that getting up in the morning crap. I can't do it. I don't do it. Oh, I do it in the evening. I do too, but a lot of times I'll then do I it can't in the sleep. Sometimes though, my kid will look at me and say, "Dad, can you help me with your home, my homework?" And, and, and you know, and all that kind of stuff. Like, Screw you, math isn't worth it. You aren't going to use it. Daddy's going training. Jackson is a nice guy, a nice kid too. Yeah. So I, I imagine you probably want to spend a little time with him. I mean, you spend what probably twenty minutes a week with him. I mean, oh, that's probably enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm meeting the quota. But how often do you let him out? You let him out of his room at least twice a week. Well, but that's only to go under the sink. Yeah, that's true. Because I can't reach in the back corner. Yeah, no, that's true. To get that the, the scuzz out of it, yeah. you need those little hands. Yeah, exactly. And it's right back upstairs. That's true. Get into your shell. <laughs> Do I have to get the hose? <laughs> so, and you know what? Uh, a couple things have been happening with my training too, and I'm I, I'm I'm being. It's all about me right now. Um, 
Remember last week how I talked about lifting and yeah. going? I quit the YMCA this week. What what, what happened? Let's hear about it. I'm sick of, uh, shick. Shick? I'm sick of shelling out mm-hmm. 80 bucks a month mm-hmm. for something that only I am using, and I'm only using it during the winter months. Sure. Uh, my wife would rather have her skin peeled from her body than go into to a, a gym. gym. Um, and... Uh, and Jackson's too young to do it. And so it's just one of those things. Um, I just kind of put it on hiatus, I guess I could say, just to try and, you know, do other things. So so this is going to be a interesting. weights at home summer. We're going to have – I mean, winter. We're going to see how things go. See if I don't go crazy. Give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. You well, been doing anything? Just, just – Nothing in the gym, just the trainer. Yeah. Um, that's all I've been doing as a trainer. Uh, you know, I have not done – um, I've been doing, you know, actually the, this last week though, the one thing I've been doing is a bunch of one legged drills and, uh, um, I hate those. I mean, I have a love hate <laughs> relationship with them and because I hate doing them, they're uncomfortable to do, um, quite frankly, cause you take one leg off of the pedals, obviously. And then, yeah. you, and then you, you do one. And if you've got too low gear, you'll go too fast and that creates, you know, a pain in the rump literally. Yeah. But if you got too high a gear, it's really hard. And okay. so, you know, then you go slow. So it's kind of like you find just the perfect gear and then you need, you know, the idea is to pedal circles. And perfect I do circles. find, yeah, I do find that it does help my pedal stroke. And it's also a nice little reminder of how weak I've become in my old age of like, wow, I can really feel this after a minute. I mean, it's, I mean, it's hard. Wow. So I've been doing those this week, just usually doing, uh, my little intervals and then, um, probably doing two sets. So I'll do one set at the beginning of my workout and then one set towards the end just, and then I'll go into a couple more, like just one minute intervals and then a, a cool down, but been doing the mm-hmm. one legged drills this week. Wow. Like a, like a good boy. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to have to try that. You know, and in fact, uh, uh, looking down the road, uh, the great Hank, Hank Vogels has, has agreed to come on the show. He's gonna—I'm gonna talk to him in, here in the next couple of days, and he is actually—he's he's all Australian, so we, uh, everything flows backwards there. But um, mm-hmm. we're gonna—we're gonna have him on the show and hopefully talk because he's starting his up his own coaching business, so we can see—you know—if he's into these kind of things. But um, one-legged, and I haven't done those yet. I've read about them in mm-hmm. Carmichael stuff, but yeah. I haven't done them. Yeah, that's um. Uh, yeah, Roger, um, he recommended doing them and, yeah. uh, also, and I know he does them a lot and also, uh, Ben Greenfield is another trainer that okay. recommends doing those one legged drills and, uh, yeah, they, I mean, I, I do believe they work. I, I think it's amazing. You realize, especially if you've been on the bike while you think, oh, everything's fine. Well, you know, I mean, you get lazy with your pedal stroke yeah. just like everybody. And yeah. that's why like last week when you were talking about rollers, I, I think that's true. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to do something to make sure you're you're kind of dialed in otherwise you're just going to pedal squares. Yeah, I saw I saw a guy on a YouTube video actually do a one-legged thing on rollers. That I would not do. I would be dead. Oh god, yeah. You, yeah, no, I wouldn't either, but um that's okay. some pretty that's some good it, skill. It emphasized the up and it obviously a very smooth pedal stroke, so I mean it, efficiency is that key. Well, yeah, if you can do one-legged drills on the rollers, I mean I suppose it's possible, but he did it's it's, it's on YouTube so it's true. Well, it's probably true. Yeah. I imagine. If yeah. it's on YouTube, it's real. It is. It's real if it's on YouTube. And um, I believe also if there's an article about it on the web, you know, and an Absolutely. And, if you have an Android app, I think you finally made it big. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. The iTunes app is on the way, by the way. It's just nice. they, it takes a lot more to get approved by the iTunes people. What do they do? Who are these elves? I'm not really sure. Every just thing just keeps saying that it's being held for approval. 
That's that's nice of them. Content or something, maybe. Huh. Okay, what else you got for us? Pat? Are you are you dieting? Am I dieting? Yeah. Uh absolutely not, and I absolutely should. Um, I, I don't mean that you no, you're a good looking sack of man, but well, thank you. I, I'm I have been because it's I've I got as Roger, you know, for those of you who don't know who the hell Roger is, especially all our friends and our fans in San Antonio have no idea who Roger is, but uh um love talking about him. Yeah, he uh he he actually said something about me the other day on Facebook saying that I used to be a really good time trialist, but now I've adapted this uh puffy outer shell called Winter Pat. So <laughs> <laughs> so, other than that, I just decided, you know, maybe it's it's probably time. And and then your look, your comment last week about you know I could buy a lighter bike or I could lose fifteen pounds. That's the article I read. It wasn't you. I said no. it was the article. No, I, read. I didn't mean yeah. it was an attack towards me, yeah. but it it uh, it made me realize that. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's like I I, I realize <laughs> that I'm not a strong enough rider to not lose weight. So yeah, my goal right now is to lose weight. I have been limiting my breakfast and lunch like been really good about eating you know oh. a lot of fruit at lunch and okay. things like that but no i admit i i had uh i had pizza last night for dinner and the night before i actually did go to roger's house and we had taco bar um and that was delicious come on it was delicious Andy's fast yeah yeah um and then you we've got of course sunday coming up which are you gonna celebrate do you do the whole super bowl sunday thing Oh, yeah. I know friends who say it's one of the best days in the world to get out and ride your bike. I think it's one of the best days to ski, too. Yeah. Um, I've, I've skied Super Bowl Sunday on more than one occasion and talk about no lift lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I couldn't imagine uh, riding, though. I mean, it's just because people are still making beer runs at yeah. halftime, and I don't want to be the guy in between a man and his keystone. No, not at all. I do like... Um, I have developed an affinity for football this year because I do enjoy eating junk food. <laughs> you know, okay. there's something there's something about eating pizza and watching a football game is not so bad. Yeah, I always root for the wrong team anyway. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm a watch, but I'll watch. But it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I think you know the the Super Bowl is one of the best days to get out and do anything but watch the Super Bowl. There we I go. mean, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Our theme for the show. I'll now, be watching the game though. You will. I probably will. Be. Anybody in particular? I think I'm a Green Bay fan. Okay, thank God. Yeah. Because if you were going to say Pittsburgh, for all of our Pittsburgh fans. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Your quarterback is a jackhole. I just I, don't like him. I, I do like, like Troy Polamalu. I think he's fun to watch. See the hairy guy? Yeah, the big the big hair, the big ball of hair flying around the field. Oh, yeah, he's pretty weird. fun. Yeah, it's but I guess like, if you're going to do it, do what it. happened? I don't know. I, just, I was there, and then there's this wad of hair, and it totally leveled <laughs> me. I got tackled <laughs> by a big bunch of pubic hair. Yeah, but just a big wad of hair coming down the field, <laughs> Mach 8. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, that uh, sexual abuser, um, God. Ben Roethlisberger. Alleged, right? Yeah, alleged. I don't know. Yeah. Um, alleged, yeah, not according to that girl. Yeah. And, yeah. Know, if it was alleged, why'd you settle? <laughs> good point. <laughs> Very good point. Our topic for the day, we're talking about changes. Um, we, we brought this up last time, changes over the years in our wonderful sport. We're not going to spend our whole time reminiscing, although we might, um, but we're going to talk about the good and the bad and the happies and the sads about, about what has happened to our beloved uh, sport of cycling, of, you know, even of, of mountain biking, of triathlon, of, of, the, of the growth of all these sports. And um, personally, there's nothing better, no better way to do it than, than 
top five lists, and and I've I've compiled some, and I I think you could react any way well, you choose. See what you got. Yeah. Okay. You want to go the lows or the highs? The good things or the bad things? First? I like to end on the highs. So okay. let's start with the lows. Let's just get into it. Okay. We'll start off. Well, I'll softball it to you. I'll give you okay. an easy one here. Oh, softball. Sorry for all the softball players. Um. Not fast pitch, just softball. So you can hit it. The point is to hit it. Yes. Number five. Okay. The lows of the sport. Okay. Things that have happened to the sport. I, I think this belongs in the duh category. All right. Doping. As a low point. Yeah. These are the lows. The top five now, lows. Now, when you say doping, or are you referring to all cheating vis-a-vis pharmacology and blood doping, or are you talking just blood doping? See, now you're getting specific. I know. That's why I'm asking. Uh, why? Are you going to say one's better than the other? <laughs> you know, I, I actually am. And the reason I'm going to say that is because every year there's a new banned substance. So I don't know. I mean, someday they may ban green tea. And am I going to say that's a low point for the sport? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I think using... A foreign substance that is banned to get an edge is wrong because they're banned for a reason. Doping itself, blood doping, and also the EPO and all that stuff, I actually would agree that that is probably one of the worst things to have happened to sport because it was so hard to detect for so long that it made it so many, many, if not all the good riders had to do it. Yeah. In order to compete. So that's why I would agree with you on doping. Banned substances, I think you're always going to have some sort of banned substance. But doping seems – blood doping and EPO and, and those types of things seem to have taken the, the sport over the edge. It almost seems – and as uh, there was a the huge news break this week in terms of uh, Floyd sitting down and talking with Paul Kimmage uh, and talking about his entire experience with Postal, with Lance, mm-hmm. with Phonak. He admits to doing these things, primarily blood doping. Um, it's it, He basically said that um, – you know, if 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 you want to be high end, you you have to do it. It is something that had to be done. True or not, I don't know. But it it God, I hope I, it I isn't hate to today. I hate to say it, um, but I'm starting to believe it. And you know what makes me believe that more than anything is Contador. Um, yeah, I do. Right think, when somebody gets up again, somebody you know something finds to knock them back down. Well, and and Contador, I mean, let's let's call a Spade a Spade. He's a great rider. Um, I don't know personality wise. I don't know him. He's got you know kind of a, a colored reputation, but you know, hands down, he was the strongest man in the tour. No one could touch him. And then he comes up with some sort of masking agent, and now Andy Schleck's your new tour winner. You know, but he won't accept it. Schleck saying he still considers. Commodore. I wouldn't either. You really want it that way? I might uh, take the money, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least take the money and give it to your team. Yeah. You know, um, but I mean, how do we know Andy Schleck's clean? I mean, that's what's scaring me. It's, I mean, if they're all, are they all going to start falling? Uh, yeah, let's be honest. How many football players, baseball players, name, insert name of sport here, are doing some of these things? It's, it's just not getting the press. It's just not being ruled over as it's. Well, you look you know, at some witch hunt. Sometimes I look at cycling too, and it's a pure power sport. I mean, you take the human body and you focus it into a machine in a very specific fashion, and there's really no cheating that process other than cheating the engine. You can't – I mean, there's only – we know that there's only so much you can do to a bike. I mean, there there will always be advances, but there's not going to be someone who ever says, 
Andy Schleck won the tour because of his bike. Yeah. You aren't going to run into that type of thing. Well, what happened? I don't know. He really had this great derailleur. No, that's not going to do it. Yeah, Lance was riding illegal tires. You just, you know, it just... Not since Le Monde. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah, that's a huge thing. But, I mean, by the same token, even when Le Monde won that, I will still say to this day, Laurent Fignon lost it more than Le Monde won it because Laurent Fignon did not wear an aero helmet because of photo opportunities, which would have covered eight seconds easily over that distance and he also went with a double disc setup i mean he shouldn't have done that there was too much weight but either way greg was going balls out no matter what well it's the fastest time trial ever because i'm sure he was clean (laughs) right right our our little lamond hopefully you're listening greg we'd love that no 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 greg likes to sue people good (laughs) good Come and get me, Greg. Oh God, no! Um, I think it's. Ah. I think it is quite possible. I'm not saying Greg was dirty. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I think it is quite possible, and I think he is a public figure, and he can stand to this scrutiny. So please sue us, Greg. I'd be more than happy to answer mm. the complaint. Mark sue Hudson, nine oh seven, nine oh two, North Monroe, yeah. and part of Pack Filler Productions. No! Go ahead and sue Don't us. Don't bring me down with you. No. But I, I do. I think it would be interesting to talk to Greg about his past in cycling and just ask him what he thinks of doping and, and whether or not he was doping at the time. Because it does stand – I do think Greg Lamont was a fantastic athlete, did more for American cycling, did as much for American cycling as even Lance did because he was the first. He was the, he was the groundbreaker, the pioneer. Yeah. But I, it's strange to me, and maybe it was the course – and the technology, but it's strange to me that that is the fastest time trial ever. Okay. Given the equipment, given yeah. the athleticism of some of the athletes, I mean, you're talking, you're talking some pretty heavy hitter time trialists that have come and gone. I mean, yeah. looking at Contador, Lance, Lance was no slouch in the time trial. No. You're looking at uh, what's his bucket, the Spaniard, uh, five time winner. What's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Indrain. Yeah, Indrain was, and Indrain admitted to doping. No, he didn't. Didn't he? No. I thought Andrean did. No. Delgado did? No. Uh, uh, Who did? Uh, Who did? Uh, the, the head of uh, bald guy. Um, oh, yeah. the That's the one guy, yeah. Bjarni Reese. Yeah, Reese did. He admitted to it. Yeah. He had his tour stripped. Hmm. Yeah, so. Well, either way. I mean, all I'm saying is, is you've got some pretty stout time trials that have won the tour, and the tour is oftentimes won by time trials because they can make up so much time on the climbers in those stages. Yeah. That it seems to me like there's every reason for a time trialist to go fast in the tour, and yet Greg LeMond's record still stands. Maybe it was the course. Maybe it was the course. I don't know the course. I've not looked at that course since 1988 or 89. I don't remember when it was. Well, yeah. You look at it every year. It's just that usually it's a sprinter stage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Paris is pretty flat, though. First low light. Okay. Second low light. This is one's a little bit more personal. I don't know if you know this one ever. Um, I, I I might be shooting this out by myself. You might have another low light. Max, Story of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Max energy drink. Did you ever have that stuff? I will second that. That is that. That is a blast from the past. If any of our <laughs> listeners remember Max energy drink, I still remember. I remember like I think I had some Max on a top tube. Yeah. And then I I got like a power bar wrapper stuck to the Max. Oh God. I believe the power bar wrapper is still stuck on that frame. Now I believed, and I'm not. If if there's, God, it was horrible. It, I I don't know what company manufactured it. I don't know. But this stuff, hopefully they're not in business anymore. I'm sure it's in like some toxic waste dump. This stuff, a powdered drink mix, uh, tasted like a combination of axle grease 
and bear piss. This stuff, and for some reason, you could not get it off of a surface. This stuff, if this got onto your bike, it would stay there. It was there forever. There was no getting that crap off of the bike. You're, not without solvent. No, yeah, your paint was gone. Um, and, and I can only imagine what this crap did to your internal organs while we're pounding it down. You just want to throw away your bottle after you got done with the race. Well, and the best was, I think we were all pretty young, and it was back in the days of, it's free. <laughs> no shit. Of course it's free because it tastes like crap. I mean, you know, but to their credit, it was somebody who gave us free product when we were young. Oh, and man. so I would say that's a highlight and a low light. But, yeah, as far as product, it was horrible. We drink gallons of that crap. Oh, that was horrible. So I didn't drink gallons of it. I was on the tail end of it. I had oh, a couple I, I had a couple gallons. of uh, um a couple of like cans of it because Gina was giving it out yeah. and oh. giving a shout out to Gino at Round and Round Productions. Yeah, just one of the par- 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 Paragons. I was going to say Paramore, but Paramount Paramount yeah. people in the sport just loved it. Absolutely love that guy. But anyway, yeah, I remember getting Max and just going. It's terrible. I'll go ahead and buy some Gatorade. I'm yeah, good. yeah, it was horrible stuff. Uh, Max, I can't remember. Exceed followed them, and Exceed actually was like, "Oh crap, this is orange. I'll drink this." Well, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll get to Exceed. I actually think Exceed is a highlight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, Exceed is something I'm sorry that's gone. Oh, absolutely. It's fantastic. But go on. Um, Next one. But midway Max, through. That's uh, funny. Uh, midway through. Uh, this is a tie for uh, for third place. The Camp and Yellow Delta Brakes. And the triangle ones? Yeah. And the really easy ones to work on? And the Biopace Cranks is a low light. First of all, the Camp okay, and Yellow Delta Brakes. Let's hear it. Camp and Campy Delta Brakes. These things were really freaking cool looking. No but crap. I'm, I'm just pretty darn sure they weighed about just shy of three or four pounds a piece. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. But they, these things were bricks on the front and the back of your bike. Well, I remember I didn't have those on oh, my I bike. Did. I did, and I thought I was so cool. They're arrow, man. They were cool looking. How'd they stop? Were they good? Were they beat? Were they no. Good? See, that was the thing. Everybody said I was thinking about getting them. And I always went with Durace back in the day. Oh, you know, the funny thing is the original Durace, the best brakes out of that kit were the 105 brakes. Yeah, they the, were. A lot of the U.S. domestic, they weren't pros at the time. Um, the high-end amateurs, all those guys were riding full Durace kits with 105 brakes because they stopped better. Yeah. Well, I think the pads were key then. I mean, I remember those yeah. Durace brakes were, <laughs> they were a little sketchy, like especially when it was wet. And yeah. I, I know all bike brakes are sketchy, especially with like carbon Carbon rims rim. nowadays, yeah. but anyway, yeah, low light, uh, low light would be. I, I I can understand those brakes. Now the biopace cranks. Why the biopace cranks? Do you remember those things? I do. I actually had some that I took off. <laughs> <laughs> now they're doing it now. The rotor they're back. That's why I'm doing curious. it now. Yeah. I just thought it was the goofiest thing in the world. If you ever I rode with do. them, you know, I, I do your one legged pedaling and and understand the mechanics of a good pedal stroke. I I would think. Personally, well, I think that's what it does, and I, I also think it probably promotes a bad pedal stroke. Yeah, it 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 may actually push, create push, greater push, push, push. it may create greater efficiency for bad pedal strokes. Yeah, is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, you're just going to build different muscles rather than doing a proper round pedal stroke. That I don't know if it's proper or better, but I mean, it's what we were taught. So yeah, I'd say biopace. I would say probably a low light that honestly made its way back so it would be interesting somebody would probably take issue with that i think 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Because it the, came back. I, I don't think, want, I, can I screw it? Say it, say it. The rotor rings people, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, that's the same concept. The I'd same like thing. to get an explanation a little bit behind those things. Oh yeah. I don't have the money to go out and throw it down. You know, Hey, cool. Biopace part two. Well, Tokyo they're, they're the same shape though. Yeah. They're the same shape. I, I mean, don't think they're as dramatic of an oval though. Same concept though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. People, it's old as new as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. All okay. Right. What else you got? Uh, last two. Okay. Number, uh, what, am I going up or down? I can't remember. All right. Anyway, number two. Neon Dayglow rain jackets. And it, I'm tying it with a Dayglow rain jackets and the third eyes, the mirrors that go on wow. the helmet glasses. See, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you can oh. really rip on safety. Them. Um, no, I, uh. Um, I I don't know why you hate people knowing what's behind them, Pat. Um, I I this is somewhat this is somewhat baffling to me. But what I would say is yes, the third eye. I've always hated the third eye. Uh, the neon jackets. I don't know. I mean, it's a sure sign of somebody being over the age of fifty and just getting into cycling. If you're riding around with one of those day glow rain jackets, that's probably true. But you know, we've got the Smurf jackets. Yes, but they're blue, and, and they have sponsors on them. They do, but they are blue, and they're smurfish. Oh, no. You oh, know? Sorry, I had to adjust my seating position there. I, I just, I, I see those, and I just want to drive up to somebody and go, you know, I, I, I saw you even without the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don't do that. Don't uh, do that. This, you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny that I should have said those third two, and I'm picking on those two. And my number one for low life is uh, the incredible amount. Roadie, Mountain, Try, anybody, the elitism. Boy, one boy hitting to the heart. Their superiority is above others, and here I just picked on the neon jackets. I know. I, I just expressed elitism before I said how bad elitism was. And we're all guilty of it, aren't we? Absolutely. We're all guilty of that. That's that's the hard part of that one. Roadies. Elitism. It, it uh, It's one of the hardest sports, in all honesty, to get a new person into the sport. And here we are. It's, it, you know, it's just... You know, I got to own the beggar, the better, the faster. I got to spend nine grand on a bike. I got to have all this stuff. And um, I'm looking down my nose at people new in the sport. Well, and that's and that's the hard part, too, is someone can show up to the sport and not know anything on how to show up to a line, not how to no. not know how to start, not know how to ride in a pack. And instead of going, hey, they're watching their fellow people really kind of yeah. chew them out. Yeah. And uh yeah, I think that's that's pretty bad. But I think elitism is found in all these endurance sports, and I think whether it's triathlons or, oh, um, you know, I mean, anytime you show up to a workout and it just turns into a hammer fest, and the new guys left in the back, that's fun. You know, oh yeah, that's that's going to attract new riders. Absolutely. Well, or I mean, I I can pick on all the sports. Downhillers, oh, yeah. downhiller mountain bike ra- bikers. You guys, you know, I've is I've that met really more- a sport. <laughs> I've met more downhillers who pretty are are pretty sure that they're the coolest things ever to set foot on the earth. That and that isn't even a fun sport to watch on TV though. 
Really? It yeah. really isn't that yeah. interesting. I mean, it's like, oh, and there he goes. He went really around that corner fast. Yeah, he did. <laughs> there he goes. Here comes the next guy. How's he doing? Well, pretty fast. He's bouncing. He's bouncing. And, wow, do you see him really go around that, that dirt? Yeah. You know, I just don't – I don't know. I mean, downhill mountain bikers definitely, as far as uh, cojones, definitely have my respect. As far as uh, some coordinate, coordination and skill, definitely there. Really, if you're taking the ski lift up to the top of your, your, your sport and then <laughs> – I mean, and your bike works – yeah, yeah, it's not really a a suffer fest, but it is a skill of some sort. But my point is, is there is extreme amounts of elitism, elitism there. Well, I Why think in in any say? sport, I think road cycling, our favorite sport, is probably the most guilty and the worst. Yeah. Oh, well, now I'm going to pick on the triathletes. I I, I think road. I'm I'm going to disagree with you, but but going. Now I think triathletes. Well. I think triathletes are an open group. I think they're a very inviting group. I think they're willing to talk to each other and show each other. Uh, um, but I also think the obsession factor with triathletes is is above and beyond. Sit in a room with triathletes for with more than one triathlete for an hour, and you're going to talk about triathletes. Yeah, and training. equipment and training and insert. The coolest. See, I don't know if that's elitism, though. I, I that's why I would take a little issue with that. I do think triathlon does attract an obsessive compulsive personality, for lack of a better word. And it's you know they're always there's so much to tweak in triathlon that, I mean it's I mean it's pretty amazing. There's it's kind of monk like behavior, yeah. and and people who are drawn to that sport are going to be like that. I don't know if they're necessarily elitist like cyclists are, because cyclists are just downright mean. And I don't see okay. I don't see triathletes as being mean so much. They're just really into what they're doing, and it's hard to necessarily always share their perspective. You know. Where you know where the tra- where the the cyclists will all you know yell at each other and then go eat a bunch of chocolate chip cookies and yeah. drink beer, whereas the you know the uh, um, triathlete is going to do an eight hour workout followed by a nice dinner of flaxseed, <laughs> <laughs> mm. you know, and and and, and, and then, get up at four a.m. and, and do get it all up again. at four a.m. and have their whole whole wheat germ spinach um, yeah. bar. And uh, and and then go you know swim for three hours and you know and then they'll they'll have a, a non-fat muffin for dessert and yeah. you know and and really kind of you know talk about the next brand of turkey bacon yeah um, I mean you know it's it's everything it's a lifestyle and I think if you were to look at the outside looking into the triathletes you go you people are crazy yeah but I will say this they're really not elitist like cyclists are and one of the things that I think really shows that is Kona where you're out there anybody can run on the course during the week and they set up water stations with Gatorade and goo and everything for everyone everyone so like you and I want to go for a run down Ali'i Drive no problem just pick up a bottle of Gatorade as you're going by all the world champions are out there talking to everybody they'll run past you they'll stop and talk to you um, wow. You know, so I, I'd you say think a lot of the locals who are just coming home from you know the bars and like, oh god, free Gatorade. But that's perfectly that. fine. If you go really? swim the course, there's a coat check or a, a, a clothing check right at the beach for everyone. You hand them your clothes. They give you a wristband. I believe it was a wristband or a number or something. I think they paint the number on on your your hand. You come back. They hand you your clothes back, a bottle of water, and a bottle of Gatorade after you swim in the ocean. Wow. 
There's a free coffee shop out in the middle of the ocean for everyone. <laughs> if you can swim to it, it's free coffee. God, business sucks except for one weekend. One weekend, yeah. It just kicks It's ass. a catamaran. But anyway, yeah, I agree with the elitism as a, as a downside because it it really it destroys the sport itself. You know what just dawned on me is another big change in the sport that I desperately miss, and this is cycling-specific. Uh, triathlon gets it still, and they're still doing it. Maybe it's because of the fact that it is, a, it is that large, that, you know, it's still large like that. But um, I miss the days of signing up for a race, getting a shirt, getting a hat, getting a water bottle, all the, that fun little swag you used to wear. Yeah. I mean, I remember... When we first did the Olympic trials here in Spokane, we had shirts made. We had hats made. You had to give every competitor a water bottle. I had a wall in my basement full of of water bottles from races. <laughs> For those of you not seeing what I'm seeing, Mark just accidentally triggered on the Xbox, and, and I think he's he's wanting to you know crank out a couple rounds of Call of Duty here. But it's okay. The TV's off. You're fine. All right. I'm sitting there. I hear this. Talk about changes. In my day, we didn't have those stupid boxes on top of the TV. Why is there an X on that thing? Like an X box. In my day, we had Pong, and we were happy. We were happy, and we didn't have the... Dag blasted flat screen TVs. Yeah, yeah we had a gigantic met- wooden case with a record player. In you it. didn't move because you couldn't take the TV with you yeah, if you exactly. did. Yeah, we just cleared out the house. They built the house around it when right. you homesteaded. Let's go with the high points, high points. High points. High points. Number one Scott Bars. Huge high point. Boom Lennon. Boone Lennon, this man, I remember, I'm going to reminisce, I was at the Olympic Training Center. Actually, we weren't. We were at uh, Fresno, the Wonder Valley Ranch in Fresno at a training camp, and this goofball Boone Lennon comes in, and he's showing us this cool new design he's got. And this is before Lamont did the tour on those things. And I remember he was bragging them up, talking about them, and we were all really curious as, as to what this was. And I personally had a ski racing background. I try, I didn't try them out because I was a junior and they didn't want juniors to try anything cool. But um, changed the world. Ch- changed the sport completely. Changed every sport completely. Changed yeah. triathlon. Changed, yeah. I mean, changed everything. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, wh- I mean, what is it? It's. I mean, I want to say it's like 20, 30% or something like that. It's, it was, yeah. The percentage is unreal. I still call him Scott Bars, even though I I think minor profile or something like that. I still call him Scott Bars. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on what you have on. Because he did it. He he changed it. He brought in that total, duh, aerodynamic concept. In I'll, I'll say the one thing that's even better with that is the way triathlete bikes have made it so you can be in that position for a long time. They relax the geometry on the frames a little bit and... I mean, being well, in that it's position. actually to increase it. You're sitting. Your seat tube is almost a ninety degree angle, as yeah, opposed I, to like a seventy seventy three. I think so. However, it is is it makes it longer, so you can actually, or actually maybe a little shorter, so you can you can actually it's more comfortable really? for a longer period of time than it than like the old standard aggressive oh absolutely time trial geometry that yeah. puts you up and over. But I mean, there's some neat geometry coming out, but and carbon fiber. But go on. No, I just I, th- yeah. I thought those were a big deal. Uh, huge, huge. Number four, clipless pedals. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mine. First ones. First guy in Spokane, Washington. Looks. I had white looks. I saw Bernardino with him in the tour, and I went, mine. Oh, yeah. Must have. And you were right. We spent uh, after hours, and I'm going to plug a guy here in town that I don't even know what he's up to. I uh, spent in a local shop here in town, a good guy named Steve Loveland. He drilled our shoes for us and and created these things. And, and, and oh, man, clipless pedals were the bomb. Still are. Now they're, now they're everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you don't have anything else. Yeah. Again, a ski company bringing something into the into this sport. Well, absolutely. And you look at, you know, where they go. In fact, I think I have uh, Kyo looks right now. What do you, what I do, do you, too. Yeah, I have yeah. Kyo's. And... Yeah. um. Pretty much the same cleat design. Oh yeah, pretty much the same cleat, just a little smaller, little little, you know, littler. Yeah. But uh, you know, God, you know, I still remember. I'm going to add a low light. Do it. Cycle bindings. Oh, those were bad. Those the, were when bad. we were calling them PSYCHO bindings, yeah. psycho bindings. Yeah. That was that's an example of a ski company bringing something to the sport that probably should have stayed home. Yeah, half half that's of right our listeners, Max. Half of our listeners are looking at their iPods with that dog curious kind of head tilted to the side going, "What are they freaking talking about?" These things were like a inverted horseshoe on your foot. It was a plastic cleat that you stepped onto a round it was like a round. platform. It was, no, just, it was a platform. No, it was just all round. It was a cylinder on it your was pedal. A plat- it was a platform. I think you're wrong. No, I know I'm right. It's it was a platform, and I remember they were weighted at the bottom so they'd stay down. They were terrible. Oh, they were horrible. And then you'd pull out of them in a sprint. Oh yeah. Then you had to buy their shoes. <gasps> That's but what we was. had all their. That's shoes. That's what it was. We had their shoes. We had their shoes because they We each had three pair. Which yay. Yeah, they were all. That's what it was. I'm now remembering the design. Okay, I'm gonna. Dear diary. Mark was right tonight because it was, and and that pedal, it, it oh god, because the shoe started, was as stiff as hell. The shoe actually, the shoes actually were kind of nice. I mean, they weren't bad shoes, um, but the but the pedals, I believe, had the clearance of, I believe, oh, like kindling on your on your spoke. <laughs> I mean, you may as well have tried to corner. You know, oh, don't yeah. try to pedal through a corner. You're oh dead. god, yeah, no, they were terrible, and oh man, that was a bad invention. Oh, it was horrible. And I remember you had like three different pairs of shoes that they gave us. They gave us the the racer shoe, and then you had the tri shoe, which actually I liked the best. Was the tri shoe just because it had 
we did have a racing and a training and touring and all those kind of shoes. And we were just like, oh, my God, these guys are desperate for a sale. I They're sponsoring a junior team out of Spokane, Spokane Washington. Washington. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they gave, I mean, they just gave so much product. That and the Bell Helmet. Oh. The, the, I, I felt like we needed which like, one the V1 Pro yeah the Bell V1 Pro that thing but that the, was like the, that wasn't that was a, a horrible helmet though it was okay it was just ugly no yeah exactly it was, it was, I mean it was light and you, pretty good ventilation it was but, like a huge hairnet yeah, yeah like I remember looking when we'd go under bridges and stuff and be like oh boy yeah. alright here we go duck, oh. duck. yeah, yeah. All right, next one number five that's a good low light yeah, though you gotta is. admit psycho bindings yeah that is highlights I'm number three Okay, sir. And I, I'm gonna, I'm sleeping with the enemy. Okay, the, mount, the mountain bike. Like a highlight from say 1980 to now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to, hard to, hard to argue with that. I'd say that's a huge highlight. The mountain bike has, I don't know. It's in, in a way too. It's changed training. Absolutely. And it, well, it brought a whole new sport. It brought a whole new uh, uh, range of athletes into the sport who had never done anything like that before. Oh yeah. Yes, he's he's kind of the the uh, songbird of the sport right now. But Floyd came from a, a, a mountain bike background. Oh, uh, absolutely. And uh, Cadell Evans came from a mountain bike background. Cadell Evans did absolutely world mm-hmm. champion. Well, I mean, you look at some of the neat races they have. The Leadville One Hundred isn't that a mountain bike? Oh, race? still going strong. Yeah, that's a big race. I mean, that's a cool race. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's some cool races going on right now. So I would say definitely. Uh, Definitely worth uh, worth checking out. Mountain bikes are great. I do not own a mountain bike right now. Really? No, I do Did not. Did you ever? Yes, I have. I owned one in college. It was a Kona Cinder Cone. Okay. Um, great bike. Love the Kona bikes. Um, uh, then uh, I bought that from Bicycle Butler. My whole family has great one. Great shop here in town. All three of us do. Really? Yep. I, um, I've got to admit, I, Rogers, I think Rogers got a track. The the new fatty oh, track that with the hydraulic brakes and everything and oh the discs or oh the way yeah to go. The, well, they're I mean, the way to go well no it's hydraulic a, though it's yeah. no cables yeah but it's a disc well yeah, yeah my wife has them get. and they're they're awesome well yeah especially if they get wet and stuff no problems oh they st- you got to be ready for them though you touch those things and you're over the bars well yeah if you touch the front ones yeah if you touch yeah. the back ones you probably won't go over the bars okay. You might crash. But mountain bikes, yeah. definitely hands down. Great sport. Would love to hear from some of the mountain bike riders. You know, that's that's. I, I think that's a sister sport to cycling. I think it, there was a time when I think mountain bikes and road bikes were a bit at odds. I don't think that's the case as much anymore. anymore. Yeah. I don't think so. I think um, they're, they're, they're both getting actually closer. Cross-country ra- uh, racers train road. Ex- uh, just like roadies do. Well, to a degree. And they train on the um, road, too. Oh, yeah. They're... they're they're religious about it, just like I mean, it's not that kind of that young sport anymore. And I mean, it's well, it was it was bigger than all of them for a long time. And uh, hopefully, it, will be again too. Absolutely, hopefully, absolutely. will be again. It's a great and sport. You, and even though it's it's part of a dying breed, uh, yours truly did his first twenty four hour race last year, and it was it was fun. I did a team. I'm not doing it solo. I think that's bunkers. That's just but it's fun. Weird. It's fun, you know, going out there with a bunch of your buddies and, you know, everybody rides every, you know, you ride every two, three hours, something like that. And middle of the night, you're doing one. May I recommend the, the helmet-mounted light? Ooh, really? In that experience. Oh, I so had, you can look? Well, yeah, you're riding single track and you can't, your handlebars are facing one way and you're trying to turn the other way. And middle of the night, I, I just, I think, I think the, the 
light rental company was laughing at me when I rolled out. You know, like, look at the roadies. Kid's ass oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> guy's going to wrap his brain around four trees before he gets done with 120-mile lap. Oh. What an idiot. And I did. Uh, I, I went down like four times at three at like two o'clock in the morning. It oh, jeez. It was not a great Woo. Rest of it was great, though. Helmet mounted then, definitely. Yeah, do the helmet mount. Do the helmet mount. And if you have not done a, a, a nighttime mountain bike ride, you haven't lived. It's it's one of the coolest experiences in the world. It's so much fun. Cool. Really. Uh, number two. Okay. God, these are vague. So far, yeah. Um, I'm going to skip number two. What's number two? Let's just hear it. No, nah, that's dumb. Okay, number one. This no, is it. I have the two highlight. left. I have two left. I okay. actually did six anyway. Okay. Um, number two highlight right here. Number the actual two. Number two. The actual number two. Velo News and winning magazines. Winning magazine primarily. No, best, I mean, best I'm not, cycling I'm not, magazine ever. I'm not going to kiss Velo News' ass because, you know, they're, they do their own thing. But yeah, one they of them were, survived. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's Velo winning. News. Oh, my God. Winning would come every month. And oh, I, would I just loved be, Winning oh, Magazine. Oh, man. The photos. I am all over my room. It was like porn, bike oh. porn. Oh, it was. It was the coolest thing in the world. And uh, I, I used to look forward to that magazine so much. Mm-hmm. Velo News, uh, we always did Velo News, big, huge, meaty newspaper print kind of a thing. But for a long time, that was the only way we got information about anything races. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, Velo News is Velo News is still around, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, Velo News is. Oh I my mean, God, they are the they are the they are the big one. They're it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the winning winning died, uh, I believe. Yeah, winning, winning died. died. I think actually, people are talking that winning died because of the quality of the paper and the the. I mean, how nice of a magazine it was. It was oh really? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was too expensive to to keep going. It was awesome. It was a great magazine. It was awesome. I loved it. I missed it. And you know, and then thank God, and you're going to hear me. This is the only time you're ever going to hear anybody in the planet say this. Thank God for John Tesh, <laughs> because he, no, he he brought is that the at score least, off of the the Tour de France when brought, Greg Lamont won it. Yeah, it was. I can't remember what network it was, but CBS they brought the the tour to us on weekends. Or the idea that you could actually successfully broadcast a tour. Absolutely. You that's, know. Where, that's where Phil Liggett came to rise in the United States. Oh, yeah. That's great. How's this? So this is a low light, and I'm going to add my own you low light. You keep adding low lights. Universal Sports going off the air. They're back. <gasps> Giggity. Highlight. I'm, I'm announcing <laughs> it right now. If you don't know, if you're in the Spokane area, Universal Sports is back. Channel 116, our local NBC affiliate, does not own it anymore. <laughs> jackasses for not for dropping it in the first place oh. we get the classics back and the zero and the vuelta oh i was a little disappointed yeah. when that oh, went off the air god well it went off for, uh, you know again this is kind of shutting off our entire like, listening audience spain it went off the second week of the tour of spain yeah it was a little i was a little sad asses yeah oh man that was bad <laughs> that's like that's like you know direct tv going no we don't want the the station with the super bowl yeah <laughs> Yeah, how'd that work we're out in, for you? We're in a bidding war. You know what? You better, you better pay it or everybody's gone. Jackal. I mean, I wonder how many people. I know of at least two people that dropped DirecTV when oh, they dropped yeah. KY. Well, I don't blame them. Yeah. You can't get Magnum PI, probably. I, I buy the series. <laughs> you, know how long, you know how long it took me to find the theme to Magnum PI for the last episode? You don't even listen to our show. I have it. It's spliced throughout. 
Oh, is it really? Yeah, God. He, he, the, you know, this is I have a hard time, though. Anytime I've ever been on TV, <laughs> anytime I've ever been in the paper, I have a hard time reading it. You know, I have a hard time watching it. I I hate my voice. I hate... I'm going to... Okay, now i got to pull it up because we got... Bounce, yeah. Down, oh, yeah. Down, down, it's it's down, at the in down. and the out of the whole show. God. I'm, I'm not screwing you. around. They're man. great shows. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a series. Okay. I'll send you a series. You'll love it. Oh, look. He got knocked out again. Yeah. <laughs> Higgins. Higgins. You're Robin Masters. Hey, Higgy, baby. Okay, you ready for my number one highlight? Number one. And then we got we still got more to go through, and we're, God, we're running late. We always do this. We're running late. Number one highlight, personally, this is mine. Two words, Sean Kelly. Highlight. Oh, my God, the man won everything. I, I do. He was dominant. The um, only man ever to nod a response in a radio interview. Yeah, that might not have been his most effective. <laughs> I don't think he was the nicest guy, was he? Sean, I don't. Oh, come on! I mean, we're we going to talk about jerks. I, I, you know, I. But I he think, he was the type of writer who could control the peloton on his own. I mean, he, he just was did just, it with strength. Yeah, the he guy was. Cool. He'd chase everything down. Boy, Sean Kelly, that's. I cut more pictures out of the winning magazine of Sean Kelly. He'd also get the. I think I had a little bit of a, a man crush on Sean Kelly. He had the the world's like most defined legs, if I remember oh, correctly. Oh yeah, they were like, like marble. They were just. I mean, you could you could bounce quarters off of them and, and take and, people's eyes out. He and Bernardino were my my heroes. Yeah, Bernardino really ended up hurting um, his legacy by opening his mouth in the later years. And Bernardino. I mean, he was just kind of snooty. Well, he's always been snooty. He's the badger. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so that's why I love that about him, you know, and and the whole competition thing. Okay, your favorite rider of the of the years. My favorite favorite rider. If you pick Lance, I'm going to dive across this couch and punch you in the face. Well, no, I I actually really loved um, Laurent Fignon. Really, the professor loved him. I mean, I thought he was brute strength and a lot of intelligence. Plus, he died this year. Kind of like give a yeah. shout out to that guy. I just love the way I'm he sure wrote. Sure, he's listening. Yeah, <laughs> here somewhere. Oh, look, he just downloaded it. It's, there's an app for that. that. Wow, we got that. Now that I look, yeah, no. from the great beyond. Um, but no, Laurent Fignon was one of my favorites. I thought he, when he won his tours, he won them in grand fashion. Um, and he was he was just a badass rider in okay. general. Another one of my the riders that I liked a lot. He was so mercurial. Was I loved Pontani. Did you? I did. I know he was a complete cokehead who probably doped his way to the top, and I, I liked Pontani, the pirate. He's Arr. a personality. Personality. Well, I'll I mean, I just love that a climber could win the tour, too. Yeah. I mean, he was a pretty pure climber. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, he, he shouldn't have talked as much. You know, like, oh, we're Lance who die in the mountains. Well, Or yeah. not. Um, but I, I kind of like, I thought he was an exciting rider. Um, then my favorite rider throughout the years, like, God, I, I don't know, but uh, who who did I really like? Modern. Uh, who would you pick modern? You know, uh, like just a gutsy, great writer. I really, had he not now owned the tour, I really like Andy Schleck. Yeah. I really think he's a gutsy writer. I do like him. I did like Tyler Hamilton a lot. I thought... His performances. You got an interesting taste. I like Tyler Hamilton a lot. I kind of like the guys who can grit through stuff. But though, you know, I mean, Tyler Hamilton kind of lost it for me when he got caught doping again. Um, yeah. 
You know, but I like. I thought he was a fun writer. I liked. Uh, I liked Basso. I do like Basso. Basso's still going. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I like Basso. So you like the GC guys? You like some of the overall guys? I do. Oh, who? I there's an Italian that I loved this year. Um, who won? Who took third in the Giro? No, oh, what was his name? He won a couple. He won a classic this year. You loved him. You thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Who was it? It did did well in a tour. He did. He did I'm reasonable. a single day guy. You are you? Yeah. You know, I always liked. Uh, I always liked how George Hincapie rode too. George is great. George is still. George is still at it. He's gonna hopefully. I love the. What didn't he win the two? Didn't he win the um the Perry Roubaix and like fell four times on the George same day? George has never won the Perry Roubaix. Didn't he? No. Did he place? No. Well. Yeah, I think he had a good result. Won. He had a never good won. result in the Perry Roubaix, or did he win the Milan yeah. San Remo? He's never won. A He's won a classic though. He's you, won a you couple. Gotta, you got to quit smoking dope. No, I'm pretty sure. Google that. No, I guarantee. His, what did he his, win? He's then? won like Ghent Vevelgem or something like that. He's won mm. one of the flat stages. Uh, won one of the flat races, but he's never won a major, major, major. I, I mean, unless you call Ghent Vevelgem, that's which that's is a, a major big deal. Race. That's yeah, a big that's deal. A big but, day. Uh, but he's never sure he's, he's never won any of them. No, I guarantee. I swear on a stack of Bibles. All right, I bet Promise. you're right. You know that Google stuff better all than I you do. want. I swear to you. I don't even have my phone on me. All right, next category me. in changes in the sport over the years. Here is a fun one. We're going strictly vain. We're going 100% fashion. Best and worst professional jerseys Ooh. ever set foot in the Peloton. I want to say worst. Worst. Go with worst there. first. Lamprey. The pink and the blue. Cannot stand that jersey. The pink and the blue. I own one of those jerseys. But, you know, I, I also have a personal rule, and this might make me sound elitist again. I never wear a pro jersey unless it's from a team that doesn't exist anymore. That's probably cool. I don't want to be one of those people riding along going, hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. I'm uh, I'm with Radio Shack. Yeah, it's just no. that's an ugly jersey, by the way. Um, if you haven't seen them, they're gone now. It's now Geox. Futon Servetto. It was a team that was in last year's tour. The jerseys were tan and black, and they were the most sinful things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, those were I bad. will put those up. I will put those up. But in all honesty, uh, throughout time, still think the ugliest jersey was the Z. Z. The Team Le Mans wrote on Oh, yeah. The cartoon jersey. Yeah, that was horrible. They were, they were nasty. You can still see them around in various day-long races. You know, I mean, or in day long tours or oh bike, yeah, bike rides. Zed's still around. They still sell those. I guess I don't know. I never liked that jersey. No, it, well, it was a children's clothing manufacturer, which kind of justifies the whole puffy cloud Z moving. But I, I, I thought it was stupid. It yeah, was dumb. you should have had a cape. Yeah, went along with it. <laughs> Best, coolest, coolest. Jersey. I'm throwing these at you anyway, so you don't coolest have the jersey ever. I would say. You know who I liked, and I know I don't think I would want to wear them, but I love the Cervelo Test Team jerseys. Black? Yeah, I thought they were cool. I thought they they looked clean. Okay. You know, I I like the well. I just liked. I also liked how they rode too. Those guys rode with guts. Yeah. You know, so I I kind of like watching. Well, they're all guys. over. It's Garmin Cervelo now, so it's it's going to be. Uh huh. I didn't really like Garmin's jerseys. You um, didn't like? I the thought plaid? they were just kind of plain. The plaid? Oh no, not the plaid. The ones last year weren't they oh. blue and white? Yeah, they were kind of... They were just kind of jerseys. Orangey. Yeah. yeah I have, I think they were all right. I, di- I didn't mind them. I, I just didn't love them. I think... Uh, yeah, I, I don't mind the Radio Shack jerseys. I don't think they're really? cool at all, oh, though. Oh, God. 
I, I just uh, first I, of all, I, I still I still am angry about colored shorts. That's uh, how retro I am. I'm still angry about colored shorts. Shorts should be black. That's you lost that battle. I know, but um, I'm not giving up. You know, actually, my favorite jersey um, in a long time is the Arive jersey. <laughs> I think we got. I think we got a nice looking kit. <laughs> I got a nice looking. Kit yeah, we will have a version for sale on the website. Well, since are. we're whoring ourselves out, they are on sale for yeah, nineteen yeah, ninety nine. Exactly, yeah. For no, yeah, but uh, and that's you know that's another thing that I will put on as a highlight. Okay. Um, is uh the uh just the invention of a good thermal jacket, like the I'm still pissed about that. Oh my word, they're awesome. For, uh, everybody out there, I'm sure you're all making your clothing orders right now for your clubs or your teams. If you live in a climate that gets below 40, 40. degrees, 40 yep. degrees, blow the wad on the high-end thermal jacket. Yep. I went the step down this year and I bought one and it is like wearing a shopping bag. It is it is just you you're sweating in it 24/7. It doesn't breathe at all. It's crap. The one you bought for $20 more. Awesome. Come on. Yeah. I am so ticked. And I did that with the Smurf stuff too and that Smurf thermal jacket. Awesome. Uh, the Smurf one I have too and it's I ski in the thing and people yeah. are like God, you look stupid. But it's it's one of the best jackets I've ever owned. Yeah, I, I gotta and say I that is a highlight. That is a highlight. I mean, that's a top three for me. Is the thermal jackets and descent gloves that go along with it. The descent gloves can get wet and your hands stay warm. God, there's a name from the past. I can't believe they're back. They are, and I'll tell you what, their gloves freaking awesome. Ugh. Okay, my favorite jerseys. Okay, number one. I'll go modern and then I'll go retro. Okay. Modern, I love the Robo Bank, even though they're blue shorts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Okay. I didn't even think of Robo Bank. Love those. The orange. Yeah. Orange. Oh yeah. Blue. I've always been a fan of orange. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, retro. What do you think about what is it the the oh. the Spanish team the they're all orange the the oh Uskidel Uskidel I like them yeah I think they're okay I don't, I don't really like definitely them as a team. stand out yeah yeah great jerseys. But I, I like Rabobank better. Go on. Okay. Retro. I don't know if... Uh, this might be before your time. The Peugeot. Black and white checkerboard across the mid-stripe. Going around the center. It's black and white. And it said Peugeot and black above it. That was it. Yeah. I and saw if, it. Yeah. If you... I mean, if you watched cycling and... I mean, the Phil Anderson came through this squad. It actually, horribly enough, eventually became the Z team. But they started out as one of the top clubs in France. If you wanted to become a professional cyclist, you rode on this team. And, uh, and I mean, it was the most simplistic jersey, but it was the most beautiful. I still wish I could wear wool jerseys. That's how old I am. Done. That's a good jersey. It's a good choice. Yep. Thumbs up. I, they were gorgeous. They were gorgeous. <sighs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. We have a couple more segments before our show's over, and we're running out of time. Our Don't Be This Guy segment for the week. Don't be this guy. You can probably imagine who I'm about to talk about. Let's hear it. You know who you are. You own a $9,000 Trek Madone. You have custom-fitted shoes. You have ASOS clothing head-to-toe. You hang out at Starbucks 24-7, and your bike is on the freaking car. You are now known as the coffee shop poser. Ooh. Don't be that guy. I, I don't disagree. In fact, if your bike is cleaner than your car, 
You don't write it. Get off the table. Yeah. You don't need the quadruple mocha latte. You're showing up at a coffee shop. You're I know what there, a mocha latte leaning. is. It doesn't exist. I know that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> you're leaning your bike up. If, if you Okay, let's say you actually rode it to the Starbucks. You lean your bike up, and then you show up, and you sip your latte, and you show off. Then you probably ride back home, and you live with your freaking mom because you can't afford anything else because you spent nine grand on a bike. Or maybe you're, you know, maybe you just ride the darn thing. Yeah. I know. hate coffee shop posers. <laughs> but I hate do it. remember. I remember we used to go to, I believe it was Four Seasons, Nat, which is now Atticus Coffee yeah. um, in the Team Spokane days. Only we were definitely not posers. We were generally fairly muddy by the time we showed up. It was at the beginning or the end. Yeah, I'm at, cool always meeting at, at coffee shop. Most rides meet at coffee That's shops. That's true. A lot of them meet at the Rocket up on 14th. Yeah. Or... But then you go and you come back and you go home. I mean, I just I have such a problem with these people. If your ride is to the coffee shop, you need to go further. Or you need a cruiser with a big basket on the front. Ooh, cruisers. That's a highlight, too. Oh. Or you're a hipster jackass who uh, is in the FBC. Let's not go there. <laughs> I do not like the FBC. I do not. I am Sam. I am. I do not like them. I want a live show at the FBC headquarters. Do they have a headquarters? I don't know, but it would probably be like downtown Cairo right now with you. Oh, God. I, I Well, I, I don't really mind the FBC. I think in a lot of ways it gets people out, but I'm just going... To mix bikes and drinking and all that stuff, and then half of them are running around doing stupid stuff to cars. Yeah, to hell with them. Okay, okay. Yeah. They just cause us trouble. <laughs> Speaking of which, we are. No, I won't go into that. Uh, my last segment, and I was, I had this for last week, and this is the uh, the new stuff, the new thing, okay. the new thing that I f- I try to find every couple weeks, and I try to bring it in, and I got to reach over across the room because I actually had one today. Hold on. Oh, what do we have there? We've got the new thing. No, it's white. It's kind of cool. Ooh. This is my new drink, okay? I'm not in any way paid by these people, um, right. and but and that's fine. This this is a brand of beverages called Neuro, N-E-U-R-O. If you're into this and if you've known where it is, you've probably been around for a long time. Um, this is This one, personally, they have a line of several different drinks. This one I'm having, I had today is the Neurosonic, okay? It's kind of an energy thing, but it's not filled with all that gunk. Yeah, and uh, 35 calorie per bottle, which ain't bad. It, How does it taste? It's kind of a grapefruity. It's Ooh, not nice. Bad. I it's like It's not grapefruit. bad. It's lightly carbonated, this one is. Like and that, they, like that. And they have some that aren't carbonated. This one's actually pretty good. It gets me, you know, it's at 3 o'clock. Oh, God, I got to go work out when I get home. I don't want to get on the trainer. So I'll grab one of these, and I'll just kind of sip one down, and I am I usually have just enough juice to motivate myself to go s- sit on the trainer. Nice. Okay. They have multiple <laughs> mixtures. Okay, this one... Well, you know, it has... Yeah, is there a ton of caffeine in them? No. Increases mental energy, enhances focus and concentration, supports the immune system, and provides anti-aging benefits. I do not like it. There's a low-light aging. <laughs> That's... So they have, and, and their list of drinks are, if you could check out their website, I, we don't have a link. They don't sponsor us. This I'm just saying yeah. this. They have the Sonic. They have a sleep beverage. Oh, that's cool. Orange-flavored. I didn't try it. My wife tried it. Try this one slowly. This one knocked her out. She was she woke up sleepy. It's it's a ton of melatonin in it. 
Really? Which is a natural chemical that our brains are supposed to produce to help us sleep. Right? Just hammered her. Yeah. Oh, it knocked her out. She just woke up and said, I shouldn't have drank the whole thing. Uh, I like a Caesar she was salad. Back. She was back. And I like two bus passes. She was out. Because I need two bus passes and a Caesar salad. <laughs> she was out, man. Uh, there was uh, the, the next one that they have that got me through the Christmas holidays because my in-laws were staying with me. Is called the Bliss. Now that sounds good. This one tastes like uh, uh, it, it Bliss. looks. It, it, oh, it, it, it is. It's it's non-carbonated and it has even it's it, even more of a grapefruit than this one than the Sonic than okay. the Sonic does, and it has all these kind of mind-altering mood enhancers that I looked up and I researched, and they're all stuff you can buy at GNC. It's all legit. You're not going to get raided by the UCI. Um, I felt it, and I'm uptight during the holidays. I felt it, and the freaking stuff worked. Just kind of mellowed you out. Yeah, kind of gave me a little smile, you know, you know, almost like back in college. But uh, where do you buy this stuff? At grocery stores. Uh, it's bliss, huh? Yeah, bliss. The bliss. Can you imagine I could do that right before right before court. Absolutely. Hey. Whatever. Whatever. No, man. we're good with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now the name is Neuro. Right? Okay. Neuro. Okay. What does it end with? What vowel? Oh. Okay. The next one is the gasm. The gasm. Seriously. I am one hundred percent serious. Okay. What does that do? I mean, let's just. I mean, is it do what I? I'm thinking it might. It. It enhances preparedness. I'm not saying it's Viagra. Not saying it's not. But I. 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 I, I can't. Have you had it? I have not had that one yet. I'll field test that. <laughs> Then make sure you're not sitting home alone, though. No. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll field test that one. I'll get back to you, Pat. Mark, morning. What's that hole in the wall? Over what's there? that? What's going on? Nothing. They do do have a couple other that I haven't tried. Uh, simply one called an aqua. Uh huh. Which is, I'm sure is water. I'm guessing. And they have one called sport, which I have not tried yet. Which Ooh. I'm anxious to try. You know, maybe that's something that you could uh-huh. throw in the water bottle for a race or dilute half and half. See how that works out, and and mm-hmm. so and try it out. But um, I am I'm a fan of them. They're you know they're not cheap. They're you know couple, couple bucks couple bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, try them out. Thirty five. Very few calories. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give you the rest that's in here, but it's in, been here for a while, and mm. you don't know where I've been. Yeah, at least it's not the gasm. Yeah. <laughs> then you'd know where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> so uh try those out we are running out of time mm-hmm. we're over an hour again um folks we are booking up live events extremely quickly things are happening fast um here they come yep the the races are coming and if you would like our stupid personalities at your race contact us sooner than later um we'd like to thank uh, eric over milliseconds he's he's trying to find us stuff and he's he does a lot of great races throughout the year Definitely like to. I think. Have you talked to Eric about Founders Day? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I do have a date for Founders Day. Say it. Of, it is going to be June eighteenth, I believe. It is Father's Day weekend. Oh. Um. Excuse me. I just burped. But mm. uh, I do. Yep. June eighteenth is the day. It will be Father's Day weekend, and Founders Day Triathlon will be there. We may have an evil scheme with uh, some folks around the the area so i like it um we've got we've got stuff moving and it's going to happen this uh half the 
at least half the proceeds will be going to Friends for Children. There we go. Uh, we are available for your club, for your restaurant, for your bike shop. We've been, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll come and we'll, we'll, we'll entertain your guests and we'll do something stupid and get you all out on the air here. Be, be a part of the podcast. Have us, have us down and come see us live. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, stay tuned next week. Uh, we will be coming at you with another show of some sort, I'm sure. Topic still up in the air. We're working on some live guests. I've got one that I'm going to be working on solo in the studio this weekend just to make sure that uh, we get that stuff out. Be sure once again to check out the Sufferfest, our, our sponsor, uh, well, not our sponsor, our, our affiliate. We're working well with our them. Our affiliate. Yeah, we have affiliation with them. I don't know what that means, but that's what we have. Awesome. And thanks to Dave McQuillan for making me hurt like a stuck pig. We appreciate it. All right. We will stay tuned. Until next time, I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hodson. And this is the Pack Filler Podcast. Good night.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.